Hello and welcome to my podcast, What I Find Funny. My name is Deb Sherritt, and I'll be spending the next few minutes with you sharing things that I find funny either in my daily life, through the many diverse experiences I've had, or just some of the quirky, ironic, or coincidental things that happen to make me laugh. Laughing is so important, and considering these last few years, I think we all need a good laugh now and again. In my last episode, I gave you a very brief history of myself, but in this episode, I want to go a little deeper. I mentioned I work in the healthcare industry, but to be specific, I work in occupational health and safety within healthcare. That, in and of itself, is something I find funny, because I'm actually the poster child for what not to do in occupational health and safety. If you think of someone holding a burning electrical wire looking like they'd been fried by a sudden surge because they grabbed said live wire with a wet hand, oh, that'd be me. Even in the dictionary, I show up under hazard. So to find myself working within the department seven years ago was as much a shock to me as it was to them. I've learned a lot over these seven years, mostly that I should not be working in awk health. Basically, I tend to be impatient waiting for someone to do something that I know I'm quite capable of doing, and if it has any kind of creative aspect to it, any kind at all, oh, you'll find me standing on a chair trying to screw into cement to hang a clock, you see? I really had no understanding of the importance of the department at first, and always trying to find a way to show my creative talents and keep my soul happy. But I'm not going to lie, it's been tough. If it weren't for the people I work with, I wouldn't have made it. But my co-workers are the best, and together we spend our working days laughing and finding joy in the funny where we can. On some days, we even enjoy office chair ballet. Oh, but that's another episode. When I was new to the department and still trying to find my footing, I realized quickly that my happy nature was not to be appreciated by my director. We were pretty much oil and water. At some point, I understood that they were just unhappy in some area of their life and truly didn't appreciate me or what I brought to my department or to my role. To be frank, I probably could have toned it down a notch or two, but I digress. Fast forward to about 10 months into the role, and I'm very aware of my director's dislike of anything not strictly related to or oriented to work. I was having a chin wag with another coworker in their office down the hall when I heard my personal cell phone ringing in my office. Now, the reason I knew this was my phone, because it was loud and proudly playing a song from a Cuban band I met while on vacation. In other words, my phone was blasting a very happy Cuban song, would arise anger in my director if she heard it, and it was only a few feet from her door, which was open. So from inside my co-worker's office, I heard the start of El Capitan and knew right away that my phone was going off. Within seconds, my mind was able to register that I had, oh, maybe six feet to the doorway and then another 15 feet before I could reach my office doorway to be able to shut my phone up. This was all going to have to happen before my director caught wind of it and stepped outside to their office to find out the source of the joyous noise, to which they would put an end to it immediately because that was their job. But again, 
I digress. So, I hear my phone. I know I need something to get me to my office door as quickly as possible, and having seen some of the Fast and Furious movies in the recent past, I recalled the term, the drift. And this is where I thought, oh, I'm going to make my honey bunch proud. I leapt forward towards my co-worker's open door, grabbing the door jam with my left hand, and in an effort to create momentum around the corner, or in fast and furious terms, a drift, I threw myself around. There was a problem with my thinking, in that the actual door jam, the area where the lock meets the jam, caught my very wide and thick wedding band and stopped me dead in place, threw me up into the air and then onto the floor with a body slam only normally used in the WWF ring. My left hand, my ring finger, my left side of my body took the brunt of the fall. I only lightly bonked my head as I recall hitting the ground, a little blackout and then being very aware of the pain in my left hand. It took me a moment to comprehend what had happened and my Oc Health team had seen and heard my fall and come to my rescue and ensuring I was treated with expert care and that the entire incident was properly documented. Very important from what I learned. Basically, when it comes to workplace accidents, my Oc Health team are a crime scene investigator. Another thing I overlooked completely for the first 16 years of employment in healthcare. My team got me secured into a neck brace and onto a proper backboard and off to emerge in record time. It wasn't until later when I read about the incident submitted by my manager did I understand how much my team worked to determine exactly what happened and report it. My mistake was twofold. Number one was running and number two was not wearing appropriate footwear. So officially, it stated, Deb was running to grab her phone and in doing so took hold of the door jam to speed around the doorway causing her wedding ring to get caught and stop her from full motion and fall to the ground injuring the left ring finger the left shoulder arm side and hip two days later everything related to the left side of my body hurt even my eyelashes hurt I don't even know how that's possible. Oh, and the uh, inappropriate footwear were a pair of black flat shoes I was wearing at the time, and they provided little to any kind of help except to leave a very sad skid mark on the linoleum floor outside my co-worker's office. As for me, the hardest part was the one-of-a-kind wedding ring made for me by my father-in-law with gold melted down from a ring of my father's that needed to be cut off me, as it was just causing my finger to swell up and go purple to dark purple as it restricted blood. But cutting the ring was the worst because I knew once cut it would never be the ring that he'd made for me again. And I also knew how bad my finger's outcome could have been. I recalled a high school teacher, Mr. Claridge, who jumped up to release a net from the goalpost, caught his wedding ring on one of the net hooks, and it took his finger clean off. He had to walk around with his hand sewn to his chest for a full year. I was grateful that wasn't me. My finger had been wrenched rather harshly and was twice, maybe three times its size, and the doctor 
Now, trying to get under the ring to cut it off by applying pressure to my finger's base was, oh, just asking for a wicked right hook from my better hand. Through the pain, I was able to keep it together enough, so I didn't become yet another adverse event in our joint health and safety listing. For those that weren't there to experience the full event, my safety team requested a reenactment of what happened, of which I was only too happy to provide, because I am, after all, the epitome of someone who shouldn't be working in health and safety, but rather would be great to make all the what-not-to-do videos, which is what I find funny. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of What I Find Funny, and be sure to come back and check out future postings. Until then, find funny where you can, and take care.